Hi there. We are live. It is game day, March 12th. Scott Squires with you, being joined by the head coach of the Moncton Magic, Joe Salerno. Thanks for uh, taking some time away from your lunch, coach. Sure, sure. No no problem. You were, you were here. I thought it'd be cool <laughs> if you came down and kind of checked out the locker room, see what it was like here on a, early on a game day. It is awesome, actually. I got to talk to a bunch of the guys. Uh, got some great stuff from uh, Freddie McSwain Jr. that I'm going to use in the broadcast tonight. Bring a little bit of information about Freddie and his high school days that I don't think is going to surprise anyone, but still pretty cool. Uh, before we get talking about the matchup tonight uh, against the Sudbury Five, the first time that you're playing this team this season, uh, let's go back just quickly and, and look at last night, uh, another heart-stopping fourth quarter for the fans as the team comes back to defeat uh, the Island Storm 115-110. When it was all said and done, Coach, and you broke down film today, what were your takeaways from last night? Well, I was, I was very proud of our guys for how they played in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, I think my biggest takeaway is you know, we're, we're struggling here to, to come out with, you know, the same energy, you know, that, that we need to play over a consistent 48 minutes. Um, you know, we kind of dug ourselves a little bit of a hole again last night, you know, which, which is, it's, it's a little frustrating. You know, you see the way that you can play, the way we have played late in games over the last three or four games. And, you know, we just have to understand that it's not a switch we can just turn on and off. Um, you know, and as we get closer to the playoffs, I mean, it's all about consistency in the playoffs and playing at your highest level. So, you know, my, my biggest takeaway was, it was again, trying to put 48 minutes together. Um, something we need to continue to strive towards. But, uh, you know, I was obviously pleased with the win. You know, no, no game is easy uh, in this league. And anytime you get a win, um, you know, you're, you're doing well. Uh, the Storm are, are playing good basketball. They've made some nice changes to their roster. I mean, you look at their previous three games. I mean, you know, they they uh, they beat Halifax, they beat KW. You know, they're they're winning games. So to pick up a win against a hot, very hot team, um, you know, I'll take any day of the week. Yeah, they were very hot, averaging I think 127 points in their last three games, which was all wins. And there were a couple of players that uh, had real good moments, good stretches of three, four, five minutes, if you will, in that uh, second half, third quarter, fourth quarter. Gentry Thomas was one, then Jay Caliste, you know, hitting the shot from outside when Corey's offensive game wasn't really going, and then Corey hit a, a mid-range jump shot that kind of took the lid off the basket for him, but Billy White was pretty much consistent for the entire game. Uh, he played a whole lot of minutes last night, uh, maybe just a couple of comments about Billy's performance. Yeah, Billy was good. Billy finished really well around the rim, and, and you know, he's a guy, he got beat up last night. There, there was a lot of a lot of no calls, I thought, um, you know, on, on contact, you know, on Billy White last night. But I thought he played through it, you know, for the most part. I think he was he was getting frustrated. There was a lot of times he was getting hit going to the rim last night. But again, the whistle wasn't coming, and he needed to play through that, which he did. Um, you know, his numbers were, were solid. You know, Billy has to understand, I mean, he's, he's our guy. I mean, he, he's kind of our horse on the offensive end. He's the guy that we're going to look to go to a lot, and we need him to stay aggressive and, um, you know, just keep an aggressive mentality on the offensive end. And he was really good last night. Like I said, he, he had to play through an awful lot, but he was consistent from start to finish. And, and that's what you need. That's what you need from your two-time first the league all-star is, is, uh, is Billy to be productive like that. So he was, he was good. He was very good. Breaking a franchise record uh, for a NBL team in Moncton, going back to the Miracles franchise as well. 16 wins at home, a chance to make it 17 tonight against an opponent uh, that you haven't faced so far this season, the newest addition to the NBLC, the Sudbury Five. Uh, they've got a couple of big-time scorers uh, in uh, Jalen Brand and... Uh, Braylon Rayson. Bra- Braylon Rayson. Braylon Rayson leading the league in scoring. Brand, I believe, is in sixth. But they also give up a lot of points. 
When you've broken down film on this team, uh, what's been the message to your guys today, and what's the game plan tonight against Sudbury? We, we have to be very disciplined in, in how we want to defend, specifically those two guys. Um, you know, both those guys are going to take a lot of shots. You know, as a team, Sudbury has more field goal attempts per game than any other team in the league. So they get shots up, and, and those two guys are big-time components in what they do offensively. So, you know, for us, it's, it's you know, you, you try to limit them the best that you can. You can't allow them to be comfortable. Um, you know, the more time... Sudbury's out on the floor tonight where the ball's not in one of their two hands, the better off we're going to be. So, you know, we're just going to look to be aggressive on them. Um, but again, you know, we just can't have any complacency on the defensive end. How we want to defend those two guys, it takes five guys to do it. So, um, you know, for us, it's just coming out and, and being focused, being focused defensively. The, the, you know, we also have to understand they're going to make shots. It's what they do. You know, Braylon Rayson is going to take tough shots. He's going to make tough shots. Um, you know, we can't get frustrated about that. Um, you know, we have to play through it and understand, like, this is what he does. We just have to try to limit him the best that we can and, and really try to make other guys on their roster beat us. You know, that's really kind of the, the overall uh, game plan defensively. So, But they're tough. You know, they're, they're very tough. And, uh, you know, we have to defend the three-point line. I think they got up 52 threes against Cape Breton in their last game. So, you know, 52 threes in 48 minutes, um, <laughs> they, they'll get them up. Um, and they'll get them up from all over the floor. So... Again, we just have to be disciplined and uh, you know protect the three-point line the best that we can tonight. One of the scheduling anomalies uh, in the NBLC is the fact that you haven't played Sudbury yet, and there's teams that you've played a whole lot. How different is it game planning for a team that you haven't seen yet, and it's almost uh, the end of the regular season? Yeah, it was tough. It was actually really tough. Um, when you're playing on a back-to-back, you know it's always difficult. But when you're playing a back-to-back and your second game is against an opponent you haven't seen yet this year, it makes it, makes it that much more difficult. You know, we spent... Uh, a lot of time over the last few days preparing for the Island Storm. You know, we felt that was a game that uh, if we played well, we could win. We needed to take care of business and, and win that game at home. Um, so, you know, we didn't really look at Sudbury until late last night. And then early this morning, really look at Sudbury in detail. So um, we've put together a, a simple but I hope effective game plan against them. And, and our guys need to go out and execute it. But, yeah, it makes it it's a difficult task. Um, the first time you see a team is in mid-March. And... Um, you know, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. And then you've got them again uh, on the 21st up in Sudbury. So you're, you'll be a lot more familiar with them, at least for that uh, game up in Sudbury. Uh, you mentioned a game plan tonight. Uh, what is the game plan in terms of uh, your starting five and uh, any tweaks to the lineup tonight? Yeah, a lot of it depends on, on kind of who they go with. You know, Travis Relaford is another very good player Sudbury has. Uh, played at the University of Kansas. You know, he's, he's kind of that versatile 6'5 forward. Um, he didn't play in Cape Red, you know, so if he's back in the lineup tonight, then it may alter who we go with. Um, but, I, I, you know, very good chance you could see a starting lineup of, um, you know, maybe Corey Allman at that one, which is obviously a much different role from him uh, for him in a starting role. Um, and then going with a, a bit more of a defensive-minded lineup with maybe a Marcus Lewis and Wayne McCullough, uh, which is also very different than, than what we've done before. Normally those guys are... It's rare you see both of them on the floor at the same time. So, um, but we feel like that could be some of our best defensive matchups. You know, I really like Marcus Lewis, uh, his athleticism on Braylon Rayson. Uh, I really like Wayne McCullough's length. And, uh, you know, Wayne just plays so hard defensively. I like him on a guy like Jalen Bland. So, you know, if that's the way the, the, the lineups go, you know, you may see a very different starting five for us tonight. Uh, but I think our team is starting to grasp, you know, after the St. John win and what happened down there. Uh, and then last night, guys like G and Jay Khalees stepping up. Um, I think our guys are starting to grasp the fact that it doesn't really matter who starts. And um, so I think they're all on board. And, 
you know, we'll see. We'll see uh, what Sudbury comes out with. We know that Nick Evans uh, still out of the lineup. Uh, Trey Kell uh, went down with an apparent left leg injury early in that first quarter last night. Uh, what can you give us in terms of an update on Trey Kell? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Trey slipped last night and kind of went down very awkwardly. It, it looks like a strained uh, MCL uh, on his knee. I don't think it's anything serious, but he's in, in quite a bit of pain today. So uh, we don't expect to see him in the lineup tonight, uh, but I would expect to see him back for our next game in Cape Breton uh, on Saturday. Of course, that's my hope. That's being optimistic. Uh, he's actually being evaluated right now by Johnny Gonzalez at Rehab 1. So uh, once I hear from John, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll know a little bit more. But, um, yeah, it looks like a... Lightly strained MCL, um, you know, on his knee, and uh, hopefully something you can recover from quickly. And you and I were talking just before we came on to do this podcast live. Uh, kind of a neat story in terms of the lineup tonight uh, with Nick Evans uh, being on the injured reserve. Uh, you've been able to bring in a designate player, and uh, the story about this player is uh, kind of a neat one. What can you tell us? Yeah, no, we're actually really excited about. It. We've actually, uh, well, we're actually about to uh, officially sign uh, Mark Fernandez. Uh, as Nick Evans' IR designate. Uh, Nick, of course, is still going to be out for at least another week or two. Um, And and Mark is actually a a guy who played at St. FX. So he played in the AUS here. And uh, he's actually been with our team all season. He's a behind-the-scenes guy. He's he's been a practice player for us. Um, You know, he's a guy who's not under contract. You know, he doesn't get paid. Uh, He has a full-time job. Um, You know, he's, he's just a guy right out of college. But he, he's, he's with us every day. He practices with us every day. Um, you know, he, he comes in and just works extremely hard, and he doesn't get much to show for it. You know, there's no limelight. There's no, there's no paycheck. There's no social media. No one knows who he is, but uh, our guys love him. They respect him. Um, he comes in and just works extremely hard every single day and, and never asks for anything in return. So we thought this was a great uh, time to give Mark an opportunity to, to sign his first pro contract. And... and um, you know, playing his first pro game tonight. So really kind of an exciting thing. I know Mark's really excited about it. Uh, our guys are really excited about it. You know, they were extremely happy to hear that we were going to offer Mark basically a one-week contract, uh, but have the opportunity to, to come in and suit up with the Magic tonight. You see the stories like that all the time across the basketball world at all different levels. You know, oh, the team manager has got to suit up and play a game, or, you know, the practice squad guy. How you mentioned that the team was excited about it. What was the mood when you told him that he was going to be suiting up and playing tonight? Yeah, it was a lot of smiles. You know, a lot of guys really, really happy about it. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to kind of lose, you know, sight of, of things and uh, how fortunate our players are to be able to play as, as a profession and, and play for this organization and, you know, play in this beautiful arena and, and, you know, kind of receive all these things. And you lose sight of just kind of, um, you know, your passion for actually just playing the game. And that's what Mark has. I mean, Mark has a ton of passion. He loves playing the game. He plays hard um, every possession. Um, so I think it was just refreshing for our guys to kind of see a, a, a guy like Mark be rewarded for all of his efforts and really only ask in return to play the game. So I think that was uh, it was a really good feeling in the locker room. The guys were really excited, uh, really excited for him, a lot of high fives and, and smiles. And, um you know, I'm excited for him, too. You know, I'm, I don't know if he'll get in the game tonight. Uh, but, you know, if hey, I have confidence in him, too. He's at practice with us every day. I've seen Mark, you know, since the start of the season. Um, and he's tough. He can really shoot it. He's quick as they come. So, anyway, like I said, it's just a, a nice kind of feel right now for us. We're really happy for Mark. But uh, he deserves it. He's put in a lot of work this season, and uh, he's certainly earned this. A very cool day, I'm sure, for Mark uh, 
The neat thing about it is, one of the things I love about sports, uh, this is a day years and years from now he will never forget his first pro day, his first pro contract, and coming out into the Avenue Center. We'll look forward to seeing that tonight on the broadcast. Coach Joe Salerno, thanks again for taking time away from your lunch. You must think every time you put a fork <laughs> in your hand, I'm going to show up with a microphone. You come knocking with a microphone. <laughs> that, that's that's all right, man. Like I said, I was glad you were able to come down and kind of hang out with the guys for a little bit today and, uh, you know, kind of check out what we do here. Um, now as we get ready for a game tonight so no anytime always good to feel like one of the family and i certainly do and and i thank you for that so tonight it's the sudbury five in town 7 p.m tip off if you're not in the area and you can't make it out to the game you can check it out on nblc live my partner dave tingley and i and the third member of our broadcast team kate walker will be in the building look forward to seeing you tonight thanks again coach okay thanks scott that is magic time our game day edition for march 12th sudbury five in town tonight For now, I'll say so long. And remember, friends, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.